I mean, it would See, be awesome, but um, I'm I actually out all this, this this tailgating thing that you've heard so much about. I've got a wedding the week before, so I'm taking off for that. Yeah. So, thanks for the wedding, Simmons. A wedding that you're excited about? Yeah, it's gonna be exciting. Though. I'm the best man in it. So. Whoa. Yeah. No pressure. Guy runs with a interesting crowd. Uh, Texter says, "Happy birthday, Gil's wife." No, Jake's wife. Gil's not married. I do not live with a couple. That would be unbear. <laughs> that, that would be unbearable. Three's company too. <laughs> they worked in full house, kind of. Although nobody, well, Jesse and what's her name were a couple. Rebecca. Rebecca. Yeah, they were a couple. Neither Hypothetical. All the beat writers are wishing Mark Stoops a happy birthday before their question. It's your turn, Roush. Do you do the same, or do you stick with what you said this morning? Oh, I stick with it. Right now, me and Stoops, it'll just add to the rivalry. Yeah. Not wish him a happy birthday. <laughs> uh, uh, somebody would... says massage is a great TJ, and then they make a bad joke, which is just the low hanging, the lowest hanging of fruit. Oh, the lowest, yeah. absolutely lowest hanging fruit. Yeah, yeah. John uh, here. Good morning, everyone. I hope everyone on the text line and the KRC crew had a great weekend. Hey, for the Cats football game this weekend, I usually get tickets in one of the corners near the end zone. However, this time I'm sitting in Section 7, Row 2, Seats 5 and 6. Have you guys ever sat in this area? If so, did you like it? Well, got to go talk to you later. Well, but no word fun, John. Yeah, John. Uh, I guess it means he's close to you, right? Well, 3 and 7 are, are numbers by each other, but those sections are pretty big, so it's still pretty far away but uh, i have i don't know if i've ever sat in section seven specifically wow you're in the second row on the lower level john wow oh that's usually um uh, i guess you're on the visitor side i'll do it on the home side but yeah uh th that'll be uh you you will be a little toasty john not gonna get any shade on that side but that's uh nice seats you really you really treated yourself i, pre I respect that must be all john, that wrestling the money he's rolling in John, the cool thing about those seats, cool thing and a bad thing. Cool thing, you're going to get to like see and hear a lot of interactions of the team of Ball State. That'll be kind of fun. I do think you will not have the best vantage point for being able to like see the plays develop. Because I'm not saying that like the players are going to be in your way, but you're going to be kind of almost like parallel with the field. Um, so you you're you may be watching up on the jumbotron just to see like, oh, how big was that hole? That, that Ray Davis just ran through. Uh, that that would be the one bad thing. But the good thing is you're gonna you're gonna probably be able to smell the sweat from down there. A texter says, Roush talking or uh, let's see, I missed I'm, I, it jumped down on me. Okay, here we are. A parody of a parody, we're getting close to a pariception. Yep. Oh that's true. If somebody parodies my song, then I think we're technically in a pariception. Another texter says, if you're U of L, you have to be a little embarrassed by how cheap your tickets are. Even for Notre Dame, you can buy a ticket for $50. You're bringing Brom back. It's his first year, and this is the best that you can do. Well, it's better Maybe than tickets being free, texter. you got to see where, the, where we're at. And I think it's okay if people can get in for a decent, affordable price. Right, right. Like that, the good and bad of that stupid flight deck is that, like, yeah, you could, the, tickets are never going to be expensive for all of the football games. They're just, there's just, the demand isn't there for a stadium that big. Yeah. Um, but it's going to make it an easier way to get in on uh, next Thursday. 
Phew, the Louisville High School bias is coming through heavy this morning. Sorry, not sorry. Football's played outside Louisville Metro, guys, and they just hardly ever beat the Louisville teams on a regular basis. That's factually <laughs> true. It yeah, does happen, but it's just, you know, for a lot of people were picking Roush, like I said, I can't pick us to win at Mississippi State until they do it. I can't pick us to beat Tennessee until they do it. Well, you know, in some extent, get a team outside of Jefferson and Bullock County to win 6A. Uh, Texas Roush talking about Josh Caddis kicking ass in the preseason prediction video was hilarious. Comedian Roush. I'm sensing a little bit of uh, sarcasm there. From the Thorns Texan. By the way, TJ, Texas Josh Caddis was on the show on Friday. He's a great guy. He's I know. I was very happy. Roush got a guess. He's he's my Woo. new he's my new favorite cat. Oh yeah, why's that? Oh, he just he couldn't have been any nicer. It, from the moment he answered the phone, it was just yeah, it, what a respectful kid. I I like him a lot. Wow, you want a fan out of Scooch? That's Absolutely. a big one too. Absolutely. Oh, speaking of a big one, Scooch, sheesh, what happened else this weekend? Uh, what did happen? There was a passing. Come on down to the pearly gates. Pass. Come on down. Oh, Bob Barker. Yeah. Did he yep. pass? I missed that. That's sad. Oh, he passed. Yep. All right. That's why Bob and Tom was talking about it this morning. Now it makes sense. Hmm, another shout out to our competition. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's been around for a hundred years. Well, we're going to be around for a hundred years. Hey, boys, Dylan Ballard here. So glad it's game week. Listen to some KRC while working this morning. Let's have a great year, boys. Love it, Dylan Ballard. Absolutely love it. Uh, good hearing from you. Hope everything's going well. And it is. It's game week. We've got a lot to talk I'll see about. See you in a couple hours, Dylan. Enjoy your lunch at the luncheon today, fellas. Let me know. Somebody text me exactly what it is. I'll be waiting patiently to find out on bated breath. But we've, we've got a lot to get to. We're going to talk a little X's and O's with Ball State, obviously, as the week goes on. We'll have a trivia Thursday on Thursday. We've got the, the, the big scramble on Friday. It's going to be a lot of fun this week, and we'll be back at it again tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rush, WXVW, Jeffersonville. The plumbers, pipe fitters, welders, and HVAC technicians of Local 502's commitment to excellence can be seen in our community every day. The KFC Yum Center, Ford Motor Company, and the Omni Hotel are just a few examples of their professional craftsmanship. Local 502 has been part of our community for over a century and invests over $1 million annually training skilled local workers. Members of Local 502 are your friends, neighbors, and children's coaches. For more information, go to lu502.com. Local 502, built on excellence, building a better tomorrow. Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling, serving the Kentuckiana area, specializing in residential change-out. Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling offers free second opinions. If you get some bad news from your heating and air guy, call Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling. 812-786-0469 for a second opinion. Call Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling. Again, 812-786-0469. Governor Holcomb, I love how high school sports teach the importance of the journey. I couldn't agree more, Commissioner Neidig. Before any measure of success is achieved, like making a winning play or earning a state championship, student-athletes go on an essential journey that humbles and teaches them every step of the way. The lessons learned along the journey of high school sports are about so much more than just the game. Student-athletes learn how to persevere through adversity, never give up, and to get better every day. This second classroom teaches the skills, behaviors, and attitudes student-athletes need to be successful on the playing field and in life. 
there's no better training ground for today's teens on their way to becoming tomorrow's leaders. Support the vital work of education-based athletics by buying a ticket to your high school's athletic events. This is keeping education in front of athletics. This is the journey of high school sports. This is your IHSAA. When design is key to your landscape project, give Walnut Ridge Landscape and Design a call at 812-288-6691. Walnut Ridge has more experience than any landscape company in the area. Remember, Walnut Ridge Landscape and Design. When design is key to your project and you want the most experienced landscaping company in the area, give Walnut Ridge a call at 812-288-6691. Walnut Ridge Landscape and Design. When design is key. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Scott Aldridge, your Jeffersonville Edward Jones Financial Advisor. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work toward achieving what's most important to you. Call me at 812-282-0000 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones member SIPC. Indiana football is Eagle fans, the Indiana football tickets are on sale now. Catch the action in Memorial Stadium. Head coach Tom Allen leads your Hoosiers against six different home opponents this season. With the home opener on Saturday, September 2nd against the Ohio State Buckeyes. Purchase your tickets today by calling 812-855-4006 or by visiting iuhoosiers.com. Cheer on the Hoosiers this fall at the Rock. Go IU! At McAllister's Deli, we know that great food is the foundation for any good get-together. And no matter the size of your event, McAllister's Catering has you covered with handcrafted crowd pleasers like sandwich trays, mac and cheese, nacho and spud bars, shareable salads, breakfast options, desserts, and of course, our famous tea. Let McAllister's cater your next event and we'll handle the details from start to finish so you can focus on what truly matters, your guests. Order online or in our restaurant. McAllister's Deli. Order ahead. We'll take Take care of the rest. Welcome to the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. It's Indiana. Watford for the win! Your daily home for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. Welcome to Indiana basketball. Smart takes the shot, and the Hoosiers with three seconds. Go ahead. Indiana wins the championship. Keith Smart is the hero. When my time on earth is gone and my activities here are past, I want they bury me upside down and my critics can kiss my now here's your host, Matt Dennison. It's Indiana, what I feel is the pinnacle, the absolute pinnacle of all of college basketball. Edition of the program, lots to get to coming out of the weekend. Complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. 
And we can finally say this for the Indiana Hoosiers. It is game week. They have a big one, a tough one coming up this weekend to start the season and to start Big Ten play against Ohio State. So we've got that to get ready for. Also, a lot of buzz right now around IU basketball recruiting. Could the Hoosiers later this month, later this fall, be on the cusp of potentially getting another verbal commitment or two uh, for the basketball program? Let's look at the show lineup for today, a service of Honey Baked Ham in New Albany. Segment one, actually here in just a moment, we're going to be joined by Floyd Central football coach James Bragg. His Highlander club, uh, a wild weekend. The game started or wanted to start on Friday, but things were postponed to Saturday and the location moved to Bedford, which was a central meeting point between Floyd Central and Terre Haute South High Schools. And the ending of the game was unbelievable. And he's going to join us to talk about that and how the season is underway now for the Highlanders. But a thrilling win for Floyd Central. Without question, the best game for a local team, uh, most exciting game for a local team this season. And it'll be hard to top that as we get into week three this Friday and beyond. But Coach Bragg going to join us here in just a few moments. Also, later today, we've got Chad Gilbert. He'll be with us in the third segment, talking high school football, local sports, and other interesting things from a local perspective. And then segment two, no Zach Osterman today. He's in an interview right now with Tom Allen that begins in just a few minutes to get ready for game week. So we'll use that middle segment to catch up on headlines and news and some of the IU football and basketball stuff we have for you coming out of the weekend. That's the lineup, a service of Honey Baked Ham in New Albany. Why not try Honey Baked Ham in New Albany for a delicious lunch? They have great sandwiches, salads, and soups that are made fresh daily. They'll surely satisfy any craving you might have. You may even find something to take home, and they have a variety of dinner packages. Give Honey Baked Ham in New Albany a try. I think you'll be glad that you did. Also, the Thornton's text line is open. If you've got a question, a comment, were you at a game, a high school game on Friday or Saturday? What do you think of our local teams? 502-414-1450. Again, 502-414-1450. That's the Thornton's text line. And if you're looking for an icy, cold, thirst quencher to keep your day going in the right direction, right now at Thornton's, all 32-ounce fountain drinks and smaller are only 89 cents. You heard it right, only 89 cents. So come in today, grab a fountain drink from Thornton's, and send us a text on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Coach Bragg of Floyd Central with us right now. Coach, I know last week was a tough one. It was so hot throughout the week. And then you get to Friday night, trying to get that game in a little later on Friday, but it just wouldn't work because as the temperature situation improved, lightning and thunderstorms moved into the area, which probably helped that cause. So you ultimately got pushed back to Saturday at a neutral location at Bedford North Lawrence High School. So before we even get to the game on Saturday, what a crazy week for football coaches and for your program especially. Yeah, you know, uh, you hit it on the head. I mean, we... Last week we uh, had to have practice late at night. We didn't start practice till seven thirty. We we're going until nine thirty at night, trying to beat the heat. And uh, we had a great week of practice. Then Thursday, you know, with the temperatures soaring like they did, we went inside. And uh, it's never good to have ba- uh, football practice on a basketball gym floor, um, but we made it work. And then we get to Friday, and you know, it was supposed to be hot. You know, we're all dealing with the heat and. I think it was about noon, all of a sudden there was this rain chance that just popped up out of nowhere. 
So we start monitoring that, and they were like, well, it's going to go away. Then it's going to come back. And then, like, 4 o'clock, they said there was a chance, real small chance, at, like, 5.30 for a storm to roll through. And we kind of all got excited because we are like, well, maybe that'll knock the temperature down, the humidity down. And it didn't come. But then all of a sudden, at 6.30, we got hit with a storm. Uh, it, I mean, it, wind was blowing like crazy. Everything was going sideways. Signs are flying and everything. And it was gone by about 8.30, and, uh, but the lightning just would not leave us. Um, it was, you know, we tried to stay as long as we could. Uh, Coach Heron and Terre Haute South didn't want to leave. Um, you know, they brought charter buses for that reason, to, uh, for safety, you know, driving home really late. And finally it was 10.30, and it's still lightning, and, and we had to finally make a call saying we couldn't play Friday night. And uh, that's where Bedford came into play. And I never thought, like, <laughs> I never thought that was a, that never crossed my mind at all, you know. Um, and, uh, but one thing I will say about that real quick, the hospitality that Bedford showed both of us was truly amazing. And that's the camaraderie that I love about the, the HHC is that when something bad happens for another team or something doesn't go right, uh, everybody's willing to help. You know, and Bedford never batted an eye. I was like, sure, you can come. Saturday night and play. What time you want to play? You want to play at eleven? You want to play at one? Ten o'clock at night? When do you want to come? And and that's awesome. You know, I mean, that's what coaching and, and high school sports should be about. And and uh, they were nice enough to let us come there on Saturday for a gorgeous night of football. And and you're right, it was crazy. I mean, it was it's a crazy week, and the game ended in the crazy way that kind of summed up the whole week. You yeah. know, so. Absolutely. James Bragg, Floyd Central Football with us. Let's get into the game. It was a back-and-forth contest, and uh, I guess you know I've read about it. I've seen the video on social media, but as the head coach of the Highlanders, can you, number one, set up the end-of-game scenario, and then number two, kind of take us through each moment, each each yeah. each piece of that last play? Well, I mean, first of all, you got to start the opening game. I mean, we're there, and it, there's not a lot of crowd. Um Friday night was going to be packed. I mean, they traveled well. We had our student section was rocking, and, um, you know, nobody wanted to travel to Bedford. And I'm telling you right now, if you were in Bedford on Friday night or Saturday night, you should have came to the game because you missed a heck of a game. I mean, from the opening series, we go down and score, and we have a lot of momentum, and we try to go for two, and uh, we drop it. You know, we drop it in the end zone, and we're up 6 nothing. Then they go down and score, and they're up one point. And it was back and forth all game, a lot of action. Very hard-hitting game. Um, and uh, then they get to the fourth quarter, and, and we go up two scores with about ten minutes to go. And then all of a sudden, here they come back, and they they just keep plugging away at, at, at us. We had a, a very, very bad series where we I think we ended up having third and 33. And I don't know what play you call for third and 33. We were just trying to get some field of position and, and get a better punt. And they uh, they intercepted us on an amazing an amazing uh, diving interception right off the uh, right before it hits the turf. He, he catches it, gives them momentum. They go down and tie up the game. And um, you know we're we're then driving, and uh, we just can't. We just ran out of some steam, and uh, they get the ball. They go down, and they score. And next thing I know, we've gone from being up twenty four, or excuse me, up fourteen, now down six, and um, we get the ball back with about twenty three seconds to go. And uh, we get it back out to around the half field, uh, and we we uh, end up making a play. We run a kind of a hook route with David Pennington, one of our juniors, who didn't play football last year. He was injured all year, and he makes a 24-yard gain and is trying to get out of bounds, gets tackled in bounds, and um, you know we get back up to the line, hurry up, and we run a play, get out of bounds, and then they take a timeout. And there's one second left, 
and I believe the ball's about the the thirty five ish, forty ish, and uh, we come over to the sideline and and we're talking and and hey, this goes to Jamie Polk, my offensive coordinator gets all the credit. He looks at me and he goes, "I got a feeling about this double pass," and I'm like. Coach, our quarterback's thrown for almost 300 yards tonight. You know, Tristan Robinson had a heck of a – or, sorry, not uh, – had 150 yards in the air. Um, uh, and uh, sorry about this. It, it, see, it's so exciting I can't even talk about it. Like, I mean, it just gets you going. I'm um, on the edge of my seat, Coach. It, you know, you know, well, I'm serious. I mean, it just – it's unbelievable. Um, you know, he, he had a heck of a game passing the ball. And, you know, Polk's just like, I got this feeling. I just – I got a feeling. He's, he's thrown for 212. But I feel like, you know, if we throw this double pass, it gives us an opportunity deeper. So we kind of think about it, and he just looks at me, and he goes, I'm doing it. And I said, do what your gut tells you. You know, at this point, like, it's your call, big man. And he calls a double pass for Herrett, and we line up in the diamond set, and um, we throw it, and they hesitate slightly. It took me, I, I, uh, looking back on it now, it flashes me back to last year, us at Seymour, how our guys just hesitated a little bit. Gave Kaiser time to get down the end zone, chuck it up to our six four guy, and he jumps up for a basketball rebound, comes down the end zone, and I mean we win. I mean we're tied, no time on the clock, pandemonium. I mean it is pandemonium on our sideline. We're trying to get our kid out to kick the extra point. Our kid currently that's kicking for us is a soccer kid, uh, first year ever playing football. Uh, has has you know only been in two games. Uh, we baptize him at St. X. That's probably not the place to baptize a kid, but we did. Uh, he comes in, and I'm not going to lie to you, Co- or, sir, I don't know, Matt. I don't know if he knew what he was doing. Like, I don't know if he knew the magnitude of the thing. Like, you make this one point, you won this football game. Wow. And he goes out there, and he just drills it. Wow. You know, just drills it. And um, it was just amazing. You know, I mean, you, you talk about it. You know, everybody talks about football being a game of inches and everything. Uh, there's so many plays you could pinpoint to, and there was a play on their touchdown. Their touchdown to go up six. They run out there and try to kick the extra point, and great snap. The holder catches it, and perfect. He goes to put it on the tee, and it just slips right off the tee, and they don't get that point. And, and you know, he's frustrated, and the kicker's trying to control him, and the rest of the team's like, no big deal. We just scored a, po- a touchdown, and then we go down, and that extra point made the difference. Like, so, you know, that's that's a snap that they do, you know, a thousand times he makes that play. That ball just slipped off the tee just enough, and that gave us an opportunity when we went down and, and scored. So, um, you know, I can't tell you enough how proud I am of our players. You know, from Matt Bernardi, I mean, he had 141 on the ground. Um, that two scores that, that really uh, gave us that two-score lead in the second half. You know, Kaiser had 148 yards through the air receiving. Um, Herrett, you know, the guy that threw the touchdown pass for the game winner, uh, he had a 34-yard touchdown earlier in the day. Um, and like I said, Tristan Robinson played great. I mean, he did nothing wrong. I mean, he, I think he had nine incompletions. Uh, he was 13 of 24 for 213 um, and two touchdowns. And then Herrett steals the show with his, <laughs> his Hail Mary pass at the end of the game. So, um, you know, and it was just, I mean, from Friday night on, you know, we got to know their coaching staff a little bit better. Our players were talking, you know, to their players before the game, before Friday. You know, so, like, when that going on, you look back on it, it's like it sucked that somebody had to lose that game mm. because both teams just fought and clawed. And it was, to me, it was what high school football should be every night in Indiana. 
and that was truly a 5A um, football game that we played. And it was just great, just a great experience for our kids and, and, and just awesome time. Great. Well, I, the video was exciting, and, and oh. you, you used the word pandemonium. That's that from the couple clips I saw uh, from a couple media and then maybe some of your parents in the stands. It was amazing. I immediately said to myself on Saturday night, I said, I've got to text Coach Bragg. Uh, he's probably on the bus right now and see if I can get him out of class Monday for a few minutes and have him on the show because as exciting as the video was, I think hearing you and your excitement go through those final moments was even better than the actual visual of it. So uh, thanks for sharing that. What a what a win. What a way to win. What a weekend. What a week, really, of high school football for your team. And you mentioned St. X briefly. I know that was a tough opener. Um, you've always been willing to play male and St. X and some of the big dogs and find out where you're at and what you need to work on in a lot of cases early in the year. So to go over to St. X and have a tough one and then go through the week you went with the heat and the game being delayed and canceled and moved, uh, man, to get that win, it has to be a real momentum shift as well potentially for your team. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You know, we And that was the thing is we didn't, we didn't gas out. Also, all season we talked about gassing out and tapping out. You know, last year we felt like there was 45 seconds that 45 seconds, we lost three games under 45 seconds that could have changed our momentum of our season last year completely. You know, we could have been 7-3 and three and said we were 4-6. and six. So all season they turned about this. And we didn't, have 23, we didn't have 45 seconds on the clock, but after the game a bunch of players came up and said there's no such thing as 45 seconds anymore, Coach. This is different. You know, and, and, and that was awesome. You know, I mean, they, we had 23 seconds to go in the game. Nobody batted eye. Nobody was moping on the sideline. Nobody was feeling sorry for herself. It was, hey, we got to go do this. Let's go back to work. And, and they did, and they came through. So um, I, can't, I can't tell you how much more about our senior leadership and everything, how much um, our culture has changed a little bit, especially in this offseason with this group of kids. And, and these are a very special group of seniors. Um, and they just pick each other up. You know, they, just, they constantly just pick each other up. When something goes wrong, we forget about it and move on. And, and you know, Herod, you know he drops a he drops a two point conversion within the first three minutes or first six minutes of the game, and then for him just to put that behind him and go out and play like he did the rest of the night, scoring a touchdown, throwing a touchdown, I think that says a lot about our team's um, uh, you know the way they handle adversity and can move forward on things. Absolutely, James Bragg, Floyd Central football with us, uh, giving us a full inside breakdown of the uh, crazy play at the end of the game as Floyd Central a winner. 34-33 over Terre Haute South, a game played, uh, ultimately played Saturday night at Bedford-North Lawrence, a neutral location. Coach, before we let you go and get back to your school day there at Floyd, uh, big week coming up. You've got uh, Silver Creek, which kind of has the feel of a local rivalry-type game. I love to see that. I know it's a fairly new game on the schedule the last uh, handful of seasons. And then after that, it's uh, Hoosier Hills Conference play. You go Seymour, Jeff, Columbus East, Bedford, Jennings County, and rival New Albany to close the season. So I know you're counting on some momentum from Saturday night, but you've got another big one coming up Friday and really conference stuff after that the rest of the way. Yeah, you know, and, and that's the thing is we enjoyed – uh, Saturday for sure, but our kids have already shifted their focus onto Silver Creek. Uh, but for us, it's going to be—it's it, a little bit of a short week for us. You know, um, we're still—I mean, like I, I can't express—if you weren't at the game, it, it, you'd say it. Everybody says the games were physical. <laughs> Saturday night was a physical football game, and and our guys are still feeling it a little bit. So, like this week, we're going to take it pretty easy today at practice, um, and and you know, it kind of makes a short week for us. So. Our kids know the, the preparation for Silver Creek's got to be huge because we can't have a letdown. 
Um, the last time we had a big win like this, if you go back last year, we beat East, and then we had kind of a letdown. We lose by two walk-off field goals to Bedford and, and Jennings County. Um, so our kids are going to learn from those mistakes that we made last year. I think we'll be focused in. We, sh- we're, we will be focused in for Friday night's game. Um, but, you know, then you hit it on the head after these guys. We, we have the conference start. And I'm telling you right now, I, don't, I think anybody in the conference can win it. Um, everybody's playing pretty good right now football-wise. Um, I know we have a couple teams like New Albany is 0-2, but people don't understand who they played to be 0-2. Franklin and they played Cal. Those are two very good programs. And um, so you can't take anybody lightly in the HHC this year at all. And um, hopefully, I mean, I know we won't. And uh, I'm just excited to move, you know, get, get to week three. Uh, we're healthy uh, for the most part. We're, we're really healthy. This is something new to us. Usually we're pretty banged up. Uh, and depleted from our first two weeks. But I tell you right now, it's great feeling to be 1-1, one and one, moving into Silver Creek with an opportunity to go 2-1 and one and, and, and a hit conference with a lot of confidence. Well, Coach Bragg, congratulations to your team and coaching staff on a great win on Saturday and a big game against Silver Creek. I'm sure we'll be talking with you again later in the week, but it's great to catch up, especially great to get a rundown like we got from you today. So yeah. uh, keep up the good work, okay? Uh, I appreciate it. I got, I'm all excited. I, go, I feel like I'm sweating right now. I need to go shower again. So <laughs> Always fun, Coach. Thanks for everything. Uh, thank you. All right, James Bragg, Floyd Central football coach. Great guy, great coach. He's been a wonderful addition to the area, and it's great he says that. That because it's amazing to me. You know, I know over the years the rivals have had some coaches that maybe don't get along, but in a lot of cases they have. But I know he and Steve Cooley at New Albany are the best of friends, and that Hoosier Hills Conference uh, group of coaches, uh, they really do get along. And I, I'd heard that from Coach Bragg and from Coach Cooley and from Coach Parker at Jeff, our locals. And I guess it was I guess it was Coach Cooley. New Albany hosted the uh, HHC football banquet, which is something that football still does. They bring all the conference coaches and the top players together for a little bit of food and dessert, and they go through the season and they give out some awards and highlight key players on all the teams. And I think that's something special that the conference still does that. And I got the great honor to I guess you'd say MC or host that evening. It was at Ivy Tech in Sellersburg, and I really realized at firsthand. Those guys are, uh, I know it was the postseason and, and the year was over with, but they truly do get along. It's a great group of coaches uh, and uh, kind of interesting to hear them talk about each other and support each other and things like that. But uh, let's get into high school football before we go to a break and kind of go through the weekend. Now, none of the games we talk about will be any more exciting than what we heard from Coach Bragg with Floyd Central's 34-33 win over Terre Haute South at Bedford. Uh, I'm not sure that we'll get a more exciting game like that uh, this season or maybe next, to be honest. But one of the games, and I had said this on the radio a few times, that going into the weekend I thought might be a really good one was Providence hosting Louisville Holy Cross. Last year, that was one of the more exciting games of the season. Holy Cross, I believe, won it. It was a crazy, was it like a Hail Mary situation or something right at the end of the game uh, that Holy Cross was able to get the victory? This year, a lot different. I was told Holy Cross had a lot of players back. I know that they are ranked in Louisville or Kentucky high school football, so I thought, hey, this is going to be a real battle and a good test for Coach McDonald's club, but it really wasn't. The uh, number 7 ranked Providence uh, able to get a 47 to 10 win 
over Holy Cross in a game that was also moved to Saturday night because of the Friday night heat. So Providence now 2-0. and They are rolling here early in the season, and they will go to Madison, who is 0-2 on Friday night in Week 3. So watch out for the Pioneers. We've said they were the team to watch in the area. I think in 1A they can do some damage, but that's a big win. Not just to beat Holy Cross, but to win in the way that they did. A big win, big victory for Providence. Another great game over the weekend. This was a Saturday night game. Charlestown and Brownstown. Charlestown uh, fell 34-28. Brownstown gets the victory, and that's another big early season Mid-Southern Conference game. Uh, Charlestown, their win, a big one over Silver Creek a week ago, uh, and the loss to Brownstown, that puts them at 1-1 one and one on the season, and also obviously 1-1 one and one in conference play as well. And Charlestown will host Clarksville, which that unfortunately should not be much of a competitive game coming up in Week 3 on Friday night. But Brownstown and Charlestown, that was a really good one. Charlestown was right in there. It was a back-and-forth game as well, a lot like the Floyd Central and Terre Haute South contest. Uh, West Washington uh, was able to beat uh, Clarksville 41-20. That game was Saturday night. Clarksville now 0-2. And New Albany, they had a tough one with Christian Academy of Louisville. Uh, A player named Cole Hodge had five touchdown passes for Cal, and they defeated New Albany 49-0 on Saturday evening, or Saturday afternoon, I should say. That was a noon kickoff in that game. New Albany now 0-2 on the season, and they open up Hoosier Hills Conference play at home against Jennings County at 7 o'clock on Friday night. Seymour, they might be the early season pick now in the HHC They uh, hammered the Jeffersonville Red Devils 42-7. That game also played on Saturday night. Jeff, like New Albany, now 0-2 on the season. And Jeff has Bedford North Lawrence on the road coming up Friday night. But watch out for Seymour. I talked to a couple coaches that were at that game on Saturday scouting because of all the different game times and things being moved around this week. Uh, They think Seymour could be the team to watch uh, locally and maybe in the Hoosier Hills Conference as well. And then a a little shout out to Rock Creek. You know, we don't talk about them as much. They had a varsity program. Now they still do, but it's an eight-man football program, which eight-man gaining some steam in the state. There's an opportunity for games and a tournament at the end of the season. Rock Creek uh, was able to, uh, or or I almost got the victory. Waldron clipped them 22-20, the final score in a game that was also played on Saturday night. Rock Creek is 1-1. They host a team called Traders Point Christian, who I believe is from uh, Indianapolis or that area. And the Rock Creek eight-man team playing again this season at Worley Athletic Complex, which is uh, a city of Jeffersonville facility. So uh, don't forget about Rock Creek. They still have football, but it's eight-man football, which is kind of intriguing, kind of interesting, quick and fun, and we'll see how it goes for them in that endeavor. But high school football, good, good weekend. Some Friday games, not many because of the weather, at least locally. Uh, but Saturday was a big day for high school football, but nothing, uh, nothing crazier or more exciting to see uh, than the Floyd Central win over Terre Haute South. And while we were talking with Coach Bragg, I, uh, somebody sent me the video clip of, of that, uh, the final play there, and we I retweeted that on 
on my Twitter account at Hoosier Hills if you want to watch it and uh, if you haven't seen it yet. But I know it's made its way around. Uh, very exciting finish to that ball game for sure. And thanks to Coach Bragg for being with us today. We'll head to a quick commercial break. We're kind of doing things in reverse order today. Coach Bragg in the first segment. Headlines and news coming out of the weekend. We'll talk IU Ohio State football. IU basketball recruiting and more. And then Chad Gilbert, athletic director at Charlestown, but also IHSA executive board member, high school football, local sports, winning time uh, on HBO Max last night, one of the best television shows I've ever seen. We'll uh, recap that with Chad when he joins us a little bit later today. Stay with us. This is a Monday edition of the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. Indiana football. Indiana football tickets are on sale now. Catch the action in Memorial Stadium's head coach Tom Allen leads your Hoosiers against six different home opponents this season with the home opener on Saturday, September 2nd against the Ohio State Buckeyes. Purchase your tickets today by calling 812-855-4006 or by visiting iuhoosiers.com. Cheer on the Hoosiers this fall at the Rock. Go IU! Hello, this is Mayor Jeff Gahan. I want to wish all the Normandy High School football players, coaches, cheerleaders, parents, and fans a great football season. Normandy is an active and healthy city, and our newly rebuilt Parks Department has programs, leagues, and activities that will keep you healthy throughout the entire year. When you get some downtime from cheering on the Bulldog, I hope you'll drop by one of our city parks. You'll have lots of fun and improve your health and happiness at the same time. When it's game time, I hope to see you on the sidelines cheering on our New Albany Bulldog. One of your favorite childhood memories is probably those visits to your local bakery and all those wonderful aromas fresh out of the oven. Chances are that bakery was Williams Bakery, 1051 North Clark Boulevard, Clarksville. Open seven days a week, Williams Bakery is Clark County's only remaining full-service bakery. Stop by so they can serve you. Or phone Ernie Polston and his dedicated staff at 284-2867. That's 284 284- In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Scott Aldridge, your Jeffersonville Edward Jones Financial Advisor. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work toward achieving what's most important to you. Call me at 812-282-0000 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Are you tired of fast food burgers and fries and looking for a healthier option? Why not try one of the freshly made sandwiches at the Honey Baked Ham Company? They offer an assortment of delicious sandwiches, freshly made sides, and mouth-watering cookies. You can grab a box to go or dine in their cozy cafe. They also offer several lunch catering offers as well. Call the store, 812-941-9426, or visit them at 3602 Northgate Court, Suite 23 in New Albany. In 1947, Callista Smith opened his Starlight home to the insurance needs of Southern Indiana. In 75 years, we've become this area's most trusted agency. Today, our principles remain the same. Our qualified staff continues to build customer trust, providing unmatched personal service. We feature Auto Owners Insurance, an industry leader. Auto Owners stands for the best in life, home, car, and business insurance. Callista Smith Insurance, celebrating 75 years of service. When design is key to your landscape project, 
give Walnut Ridge Landscape and Design a call at 812-288-6691. Walnut Ridge has more experience than any landscape company in the area. Remember, Walnut Ridge Landscape and Design. When design is key to your project and you want the most experienced landscaping company in the area. Give Walnut Ridge a call at 812-288-6691. Walnut Ridge Landscape and Design. When design is key. At McAllister's Deli, we know that great food is a foundation for any good get-together. And no matter the size of your event, McAllister's Catering has you covered with handcrafted crowd-pleasers like sandwich trays, mac and cheese, nacho and spud bars, shareable salads, breakfast options, desserts, and of course, our famous tea. Let McAllister's cater your next event and we'll handle the details from start to finish so you can focus on what truly matters, your guests. Order online or in our restaurant. McAllister's Deli. Order ahead. We'll take care of the rest. We're back on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. You know, a basketball hero around here is treated like a god. I mean, I Join Matt Daly at 11 a.m. and for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. You know, most people would kill to be treated like a god just for a few moments. Here's Matt Dennison. And we're back on this Monday edition of the program. Thornton's text line is open. That number, 502-414-1450. Again, 502-414-1450 if you have something uh, that you want to talk about. IU football game week. Uh, We did have some week zero games. I didn't even catch any college football this weekend, to be honest. Too many other things going on. But uh, to me, college football really gets started this week. It's because the Hoosiers and the Cardinals and the Wildcats all have games as uh, scheduled here in week one of the season so it's good to get the early stuff but um, this is when it really begins for IU and Big Ten fans and I think uh, most listeners of this program so Indiana obviously with a really really tough uh, situation to open the season uh, playing Ohio State Uh, we know their pedigree and they're expected to be with Michigan at the top of the Big Ten Conference and it's just a tough way to open the season. Not only is it a game you're not going to win, but you may get blown out. It might be really bad. And Ohio State is always so big and bad that uh, for an IU team still trying to find its identity and get some momentum going early on, it's just not a game where you can get any of that. And then you got to worry about injuries as well. And Indiana has been injury-prone, to be quite honest, the last number of seasons. So we'll see how things go for Indiana. For me, and I'd say for most folks watching, uh, especially folks that are you know rabid fans, you, you got to go in with some tempered expectations. And to me, who's going to be quarterback uh, one for Indiana? Who's going to be the starter? Coach Allen says that the starter has been decided, although we won't know until kickoff or a little bit before, I guess. Um, it's going to be a secret once again this year. So uh, Taven Jackson has been the prediction of a lot of people as far as the starter for this Indiana football team, but we won't know for sure until they hit the field just before the Ohio State game coming up this weekend. And, you know, Indiana's defensive line is going to be so different. It's going to have a new look. 
uh, from a coaching perspective and also a lot of the players as well. That's something else to uh, look at. And then really, for me, the number one thing is, I guess, that I'm excited about with this game is to see Jalen Lucas. I think he's explosive and is set up to have a really good season for Indiana. What can he do against a really talented Ohio State team? Those are a couple things that uh, I'll be watching coming up this week. I did see uh, Tom Allen, who's meeting with the media right now, say that Indiana does have a starting kicker, but again, he's not going to announce that in advance of the game. So that's kind of become par for the course with IU football, and I guess there's a lot of other programs that do it, good, mediocre, and bad college football programs that maybe don't announce key starters or their quarterbacks. So it's just kind of become what we expect at Indiana football, to be quite honest. So we'll see how that plays out. But IU and Ohio State coming up this weekend, there also are some other interesting Big Ten games, or I should say games involving Big Ten teams to pay attention to as well. So more football coming up, a lot of football coming up this week as we get you ready for week one of the season. Also, IU basketball, a number of things to mention coming out of the weekend. According to 247 Sports, Liam McNeely in the class of 2024, he's from Montverde Academy down in Florida. Uh, This should be no surprise for regular listeners of this program but they are calling IU the quote-unquote clear leader for Liam McNeely. A lot of folks have said, even on this show, that they expect when he comes to town, I think it's September 8th that weekend, uh, that uh, it could be time for a commitment during the visit, after the visit. Uh, It's been called a quote-unquote confirmation visit uh, from McNeely to Bloomington. So we'll see how that plays out, but definitely – uh, seems like would be a big get for Indiana. Six foot seven is the height of McNeely, and uh, someone that is a five star forward in the 2024 class, coveted by a lot of different schools. But Indiana, according to a lot of reports out there, uh, is at the top of the list. Houston, Maryland, and Indiana, I think the three favorites uh, for McNeely at this point, with Indiana taking a jump over. Houston and Maryland, according to Travis Branham with 247 Sports. So we'll see what happens with McNeely. Also, uh, you know, not this weekend. I guess it's Labor Day weekend coming up, but the following weekend, uh, that is going to be a huge weekend for recruiting because not only is McNeely going to be on campus, but there's going to be a handful of other key prospects as well. That's going to be an opportunity for Indiana to showcase things during a football weekend, so uh, obviously a big one coming up for basketball recruiting uh, in the fall. There'll be other weekends like that, but this will be a big one coming up, uh, not this weekend, but next weekend for Indiana. And then uh, Anthony, our Carmelo Anthony's son, Kyan Anthony, uh, he's a youngster in the 2025 class. Uh, He's going to take some visits, according to Adam Zagoria, uh, and one of the visits he's going to take includes Indiana. I think Florida State, Syracuse, and Michigan are other schools that Anthony is going to take an early look at as well. Keep in mind, you can take junior year official visits. You can take senior year official visits. Uh, The limits on those have really changed, and you can take unofficial visits basically at any time it's allowed in the NCAA recruiting calendar. So no surprise to see Carmelo's son checking out Indiana. He's 6'4", a Long Island Lutheran, a great high school program in New York, four-star prospect, number 39 overall player according to the On3 industry average. And with that said, it's not surprising at all that he's coming early to Bloomington. Uh, really would not surprise me if 
he ultimately commits to Indiana at some point in the future because Carmelo and Coach Woodson are really close. That's been uh, written about before, talked about before. When Coach Woodson goes to New York, he obviously is seen with uh, Carmelo Anthony, so no, no question there that there's a deep connection for Mike Woodson and that family, and so it very well could lead to a commitment down the line a little bit for Indiana. Would not surprise me at all. And then one other note, uh, Anor Boating. I, I don't even know that I'm saying his name right, but he's from Little Rock Central. Last week we mentioned he's going to take an official visit to Indiana uh, right before he makes his college commitment. He's going to be at IU September 29th through October 1st, and then he hopes to make his decision. There's no date set, but sometime shortly after October 1st. I spoke with his high school coach, uh, Coach Ross, this weekend. He's actually going to join our show on Tuesday to tell us more about Anor and his game and his recruiting and so much more, but uh, definitely an intriguing prospect. I think McNeely and Boating right now are the two big names to watch potentially as far as commitments go. Um, what else do we have here in the headline segment? Kind of out of order today with having Coach Bragg in segment number one, but uh, those are things I wanted to mention. IU football coming up this weekend. We'll talk more about that game as we get later into the week. Matt Weaver of Peaks.com will be with us, and uh, we'll take a look at things both from an IU and Ohio State perspective this week here on the show. We'll head to a quick break. When we come back, our third segment, final segment of the day, Chad Gilbert, Charlestown AD and IHSA executive board member. He's with me on uh, he's with me on Mondays as we talk the very latest with IU basketball. Stay with us for that. This is the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. And sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. You know, most people would kill. At McAllister's Deli, we know that great food is a foundation for any good get-together. And no matter the size of your event, McAllister's Catering has you covered with handcrafted crowd pleasers like sandwich trays, mac and cheese, nacho and spud bars, shareable salads, breakfast options, desserts, and of course our famous tea. Let McAllister's cater your next event and we'll handle the details from start to finish so you can focus on what truly matters, your guests. Order online or in our restaurant. McAllister's Deli. Order ahead. We'll take care of the rest. High school sports teach so much more than just the fundamentals of the game. They also teach the fundamentals of life, like the power of belief. I'm Robert Falkins. And I'm Carrie Rosati. We're both assistant commissioners of the IHSAA. In the second classroom of high school sports, student athletes understand hard work pays off and they learn to be proud of their effort, no matter the outcome. Successful student athletes support their teammates and learn to always do the right thing. And most importantly, they learn to always believe in themselves. When high school sports keep education in front of athletics, these fundamental beliefs outweigh the idea of winning at all costs. That's why high school sports are a transformative and invaluable part of every student-athlete's education. Buy a ticket to your high school's athletic events and show student-athletes that you'll always believe in them too. This is the power of belief. This is the power of high school sports. This is your IHSAA. When design is key to your landscape project, give Walnut Ridge Landscape and Design a call at 812-288-6691. Walnut Ridge has more experience than any landscape company in the area. Remember, Walnut Ridge Landscape and Design. When design is key to your project and you want the most experienced landscaping company in the area, give Walnut Ridge a call at 812-288-6691. Walnut Ridge Landscape and Design. 
when design is key. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Scott Aldridge, your Jeffersonville Edward Jones Financial Advisor. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work toward achieving what's most important to you. Call me at 812-282-0000 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones member SIPC. Are you tired of fast food burgers and fries and looking for a healthier option? Why not try one of the freshly made sandwiches at the Honey Baked Ham Company? They offer an assortment of delicious sandwiches, freshly made sides, and mouth-watering cookies. You can grab a box to go or dine in their cozy cafe. They also offer several lunch catering offers as well. Call the store, 812-941-9426. Or visit them at 3602 Northgate Court, Suite 23 in New Albany. Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling, serving the Kentuckiana area, specializing in residential changeouts. Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling offers free second opinions. If you get some bad news from your heating and air guy, call Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling. 812-786-0469 for a second opinion. Call Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling. Again, 812-786-0469. As a mom... Summer is long. So what's my number one mom hack? Splish-splashing, thrilling family daycations at Kentucky Kingdom. My little guy and my team making memories together is one of my favorite parts. But the best part, I don't have to plan a thing. Get vacation vibes without vacation prices. For a limited time, buy your Kentucky Kingdom season pass for as low as $74.99. Now open weekends. We're back on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. Let's win this and for all the small schools who never had a chance to get here. Join Matt Daly at 11 a.m. for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. Let's win for Coach. You got us here. Here's Matt Dennison. All right, we're back on this Monday edition of the program. Thornton's text line open, 502-414-1450. Again, 502-414-1450. I mentioned a couple special guests this week. One is going to be Coach Ross of Little Rock Central to chat about Anor Boating, a big prospect of Indiana tomorrow. And then another guy, and I'm going to talk with Chad here in just a moment about this guy, another guy that's going to join us later in the week is Mark Riley, the longtime former Jeffersonville tennis coach who had the tennis complex named after him and the grand opening of that. The ribbon cutting was last week and it was great. I'll see the complex for the first time tonight. I'm going to meet Coach Riley over there. So excited to see that. But Chad Gilbert with me right now. Chad is the AD at Charlestown. And most importantly, as far as this show go, he goes, he's the IHSA executive board member representing our area, and he cares a lot about sports here locally. So he's with me Mondays as we talk about uh, local headlines across southern Indiana from a sports perspective. Chad, uh, great stuff. Mark Riley, great legendary sports figure. I don't know that you and I have have gotten too far into him on the radio before, but uh, what a guy, and great to see the new tennis facility at Jeffersonville High School 
named after someone who has done so much, not only for that school, but for tennis here in southern Indiana, and now pickleball in southern Indiana. He's really into that as well. But great to see the complex. It's beautiful, it's nice, and it's got his name on it. Uh, Matt, first off, Mark Riley is an outstanding individual. You know, his daughter played basketball. I coached her in the sixth grade. She ended up tearing her ACL, coming back, play uh, tennis for him. So did his son, his wife, Jody, were outstanding people. They worked so hard at Jeff High. Mark was a, you know, science teacher up there, an excellent teacher in the classroom. He actually played um, tennis at IUS with my cousin, Keith Gilbert. And they, um, they had a little connection back in the day after that. Mark is a Lanesville guy, if you didn't know that. And he is someone that truly, truly, truly cares about the sport. He is someone who has promoted the sport. He's hosted several tournaments. He's someone that we are USTA tournaments to go along with the tournaments that Jeff. He's hosted the tennis sectional for years and years and years. I think he won 22 sectionals, Matt. Don't hold me to that. Uh, but he won several. He's produced some outs standing kids i mean the the kids that have come through the tennis program are second to none and you know i can remember when i was up there and we'd run our basketball camp the amount of kids that he'd have on his you know we'd run 100 150 kids at basketball camp he'd have that many plus some at tennis camp and he'd run tennis camps all summer long he got kids involved he fundraised you know tireless worker i can remember when he painted the upstairs at a Johnson Arena. He put some gritty paint down so he could have indoor tennis courts. He may want to redo, or whoever let him do that may want to redo on that one just because it didn't work out quite as well as maybe it thought to. Maybe it worked out for what Coach Riley wanted to. I didn't think it looked that great when it was said and done. However, Coach Riley put in the time. He put in the effort. He got kids involved, and he totally, totally, totally built that program. I can't say enough good things about Coach Riley. I, I'm excited that he got that opportunity. Uh, I've leaned on him a ton on our tennis um, project up here. One thing that Coach Riley also did is when I was there, he ran the concession stand after school. He'd run the concession stand during basketball games. He ran money to help fund the tennis building out at Jeff High. The one, and I think it's going to get torn down when they put a pool in, the locker room and all that. One. And I think that's why they built the other – big facility over there as well to go along with it and he put tireless amount of hours in building this program you know again funding this program raising money getting kids involved and tennis Matt as you said it's a lifetime sport you know tennis golf pickleball those are all outstanding sports that I hope a lot of young people get involved with there's going to become a there's a come as there comes a day when basketball football baseball those times you got to hang it up but those tennis Pickleball, golf, those are lifelong sports. You know, those are something you can learn forever. You can pass on generations. You can compete forever. And for Coach Riley to get that award, it's well-deserved. Chad Gilbert, Charlestown AD and IHSA Executive Board member, my guests. Yeah, thanks for the great words on uh, Coach Riley. He's become a great friend and uh, just a super person. So thrilled to Matt, can you beat him in pickleball? That's Heck, the question. No, he's my pickleball instructor. He's the one that's teaching me how to be maybe uh, a mediocre player at best. So I was going to say, partner, you probably got a team loaded up in there and you're sandbagging people. <laughs> no, he's he's really good. My goodness, he's, he's one of the better players in Southern Indiana, to be quite honest. But uh, thanks for that. When it comes to Jeff people, Southern Indiana, really as a whole you 
know how to, you've got the background info, you know how to, to say it well. So he's just a guy we need to recognize. And there's other people like that. I think you and I have tried to, on this show, bring up who we can and who we think of. But there are many others at different schools in the area that have meant something to a certain sport or an athletic department overall. Uh, and Coach Riley is, is one of the special guys. So I think he's going to be with us Thursday on the show. So. And that's awesome, man. And just to, you know, to, to tap on that, you know, I was right there. My first year or two was right there in the Jeff High coaches' heyday. You know, you, there were a lot of guys around. You know, George Marshall was my principal here at Charlestown when I got in. Uh, I had Ralph as the AD. Ralph Skills was my AD. Uh, Coach Broughton, you know, who is an outstanding mentor to me. I can't say enough good things about Coach Broughton. Was just leaving. I can remember they, they took his keys and we opened the gym at uh, River Valley. I still have my River Valley keys for Dennis Coutte and Barry Collier and Coach Broughton in there, you know, to kind of get a little workout in to see where Dennis was going to fall. Uh, Rick Myers was there right on my way. Rod Swearingen, uh, Coach Poole was still around. Al Raby, Keith Gast, um, Larry Hazuga was the wrestling coach at the time. Um, Mike Brown coming there at the end. He's at Silver Creek now. I mean, that the list I can go on and on and on. Lambertus was there. I, you know, I, I, again, it was a who's who of outstanding coaching. Bill Wilson, who's on the Clarksville School Board, just finished up the track there. Um, it can go on and on and on talking about the list. Tom Kendall, you know, I, I'm just thinking of different sports that's coming to my mind. But I was very fortunate to be around those guys who were all great people, but I learned a whole lot from them as well. Absolutely. Chad, a couple other quick subjects to get to. We had a great interview earlier with James Bragg of Floyd Central about the Highlanders' unbelievable finish to the game Saturday night where they knocked off Terre Haute South 34-33. Uh, but you were there for another really good game as well. It just didn't go the way of the Pirates of Charlestown. But Brownstown and Charlestown, a great game on Saturday night. Another big early season Mid-Southern Conference game as well. Ultimately, Brownstown a winner, 34-28. Sure, Coach Hawkins is disappointed in the loss, but some really good things, I think, early in the year from Charlestown football to build on. You know, that was a tough loss for us. We played well. You know, we we, we did not get out-executed. We did not get out-coached. Uh, we may have got a little out-toughened in the, in the trenches a little bit down the stretch. It was a tiring night, and they they got they made some plays that they needed to make. Uh, so hats off to them. Anytime you get beat on it, when teams make plays they need to make, that's a, that means you you got beat by a good team. It, the Pirates left it all on the field. Couldn't be more proud of the, of the group they got. They're going to bounce back this week against Clarksville. Then we're right in the, in the uh, Mid-Southern Conference in the hunt. You know, we got to go to uh, North Harrison, who just won at Scottsburg the other night. We got Providence at home, so there's Time to get better. Time to work. And our schedule will have us tested for the sectional. I'm excited for the uh, growth of our team because the the one thing I feel like, you know, watching them out there, we got a lot of good kids who really want to try to work and try to get better. So I think it's exciting. That should be exciting for Coach Hawkins moving forward. And I know that uh, our community will stay behind our team, our school's behind our team. It's just a lot of fun to come to our football games. It's, it's an event. It's just not a game. It's an event out here. And I hope the fans have as much fun as the kids. And, you know, I do at the sidelines. All right, Chad, we got about a minute left. Winning time, the story of the Showtime Lakers on HBO Max. I always get home as quick as I can on Sunday to watch it, and I got it in last night. Uh, it ends with Magic Johnson uh, after an early season loss saying he can't play there and he wants to be traded. So I'm still a little young maybe compared to others. I had to get online and Google uh, last night 
did Magic Johnson really ask to be traded? And he did. Uh, so uh, that was the big storyline to exit the show last night. I hope you had a chance to watch it. Matt, spoiler alert, he did not get traded. <laughs> he finished his career with the Lakers. <laughs> but but anyway, no, it was outstanding. The, the the best part is yet to come. I mean, that, that winning time puts a lot of people in a different light. You know, I'm sure Magic's not real happy with the way this has portrayed him in this season. Um, I think you know the way Jerry Buss you know handled some things. He did create some fr- friction. I think as a coach, even as an AD, you can learn a lot from those shows and how to how handle people, how the way, proper way, how not to handle people. But it's outstanding. I think next week is going to be really, really, really good. Yeah, absolutely. One thing that I thought was wrong or I did not enjoy about last night's episode, there wasn't much Larry Bird in it. And uh, he he was so good the episode before um, that the guy that plays him, the lookalike, the the storylines, the I don't know. Just uh, I, I know we're going to see a lot more of him. But you know, I was talking to Mark Lieberman over the weekend, and he's a big TV guy, and he's really into this show. And he's like, you know, if the ratings are right for this and the interest is right for this, how long could they play this thing out? How many how many years or seasons could they take this show? And I have no idea what ultimately the decision will be on that but man there's some great stories even ahead that you could get to with magic and the lakers and even other players as well oh the more the better though matt but Burr did still a scene in there when they were playing in the exhibition and the lakers were killing them he was dying to go in at halftime he took a big hit off that lung dart gave it <laughs> took a hit off that cigarette said put me in blew the smoke back in and went out there i'm sure he had 40 in the second half i mean you want to talk about a guy who could go larry Burr could go Absolutely. Chad Gilbert, my guest. Chad, thank you. Uh, Glad you got through that hot week. The weather's a lot better. I hope that things are a little more smooth for you and all athletic directors here in the area this week. I appreciate it, Matt. It was a challenge, but it's fun. All right. Chad Gilbert with me on Mondays. That's going to wrap things up for our Monday show. If you missed a live show, you can always find us as a podcast. All you got to do is search for the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison, and you will find us there. We'll be back Tuesday. We've got Mike Schumann of the Daily Hoosier. We've got Coach Ross of Little Rock Central. A lot of stuff coming up this week. Stay with us here on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. WXVW, Jeffersonville. Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling, serving the Kentuckiana area, specializing in residential change-out. Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling offers free second opinions. If you get some bad news from your heating and air guy, call Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling. 812-786-0469 for a second opinion. Call Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling. Again, 812-786-0469. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Scott Aldridge, your Jeffersonville Edward Jones Financial Advisor. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work toward achieving what's most important to you. Call me at 812-282-0000 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. 
Edward Jones member SIPC. Are you tired of fast food burgers and fries and looking for a healthier option? Why not try one of the freshly made sandwiches at the Honey Baked Ham Company? They offer an assortment of delicious sandwiches, freshly made sides, and mouth-watering cookies. You can grab a box to go or dine in their cozy cafe. They also offer several lunch catering offers as well. Call the store, 812-941-9426. Or visit them at 3602 Northgate Court, Suite 23 in New Albany. John Spears for M&M Cartage. You see those trucks riding down the road with the M&M Cartage sign? You could be a driver or work as a mechanic on one of those trucks. For 45 years, M&M Cartage has been a locally family-owned transportation company, and they're currently hiring those drivers and mechanics. To join their team, go online to mmcartage.com to apply. Headquartered in Louisville with locations in Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Morristown, Tennessee, and Detroit. That's mmcartage.com to apply. High school sports teach so much more than just the fundamentals of the game. They also teach the fundamentals of life, like the power of belief. I'm Robert Falkins. And I'm Carrie Rosati. We're both assistant commissioners of the IHSAA. In the second classroom of high school sports, student-athletes understand hard work pays off, and they learn to be proud of their effort, no matter the outcome. Successful student-athletes support their teammates and learn to always do the right thing. And most importantly, they learn to always believe in themselves. When high school sports keep education in front of athletics, these fundamental beliefs outweigh the idea of winning at all costs. That's why high school sports are a transformative and invaluable part of every student-athlete's education. Buy a ticket to your high school's athletic events and show student-athletes that you'll always believe in them, too. This is the power of belief. This is the power of high school sports. This is your IHSAA. It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. Welcome in. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Gary Clark on the other side of the glass. Good morning, Gary. Or good afternoon, Gary. Well, good afternoon to you, sir. Uh, did you have a good weekend? Uh, actually, I worked all weekend thanks to... After the hurricane. Yeah, thanks to high school football. <laughs> you know, Friday night we had some cancellations. Yes, we did. And then on Saturday had to run a uh, a Trinity game. That was in the afternoon. Yeah, and then uh, ran Southern Indiana High School sports oh, at, at that night. Full day. Yeah. I only had one game. Well, yeah. I had two, but the first one, of course, Friday night was stormed out. When did they? Uh, when did they end up playing? Seven o'clock Saturday night, Central and Saint X down at Fifteenth uh, and Ollie. Yeah, where I love to be on a Friday or Saturday night. No question about that. And hottest press box I'll ever be in. Period. <laughs> period. And it had cooled down on Saturday too. It was hot Friday. It actually cooled down after the first rain came through Friday, and then we thought we were going to play about eight. And then the lightning started. Oh, it was it was it was awful. I was I know it was hailing at Trinity yeah. Friday night. Um, we were. I don't say I was scared because I was surrounded by concrete in that hot hot press box. And we had um, it was it was a light show down at uh, down the in the west end slash north end because the bats got rained out too. Yeah, we got uh, we had um, power outages at oh. the mothership. Not good. Nope. Not good. Went nope. back Saturday night, seven o'clock game. 
Got through it. St. X beat Central 21-6. By the way, uh, promo for this weekend, Friday night, St. X mail at St. X, two undefeated teams, two top-ranked teams in 6A. We will bring that to you right here on the Big X. 7 o'clock kickoff, 6.35 pregame with myself, Tony Burke, and I guess uh, Trevor Kelsey will be uh, on the board. He already sent me a Go dogs. I think, yeah, he's scheduled to be here Friday night. Mean-spirited already. At the Big X. We'll do that on Friday night. It's college football week, though. We got a sip of college football on Saturday. Now, it's like Bottle Woodford and your buddy says, it's just a little sip. And you go, oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I like that. It burns so good going down. And now... This week, he's going to go ahead and gift you the whole bottle. Enjoy your weekend. It is Monday, August 28th. Thank goodness, last Monday in August. A lot of people hate that. A lot of people love the summer. They love going to the lake or going doing things outside. I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. You going to be here next Monday? Uh, yeah, barring uh, the Lord telling me I'm not, yes. Okay. Working on a holiday. Oh, no, no, yeah, no chance. Monday's what am I thinking? Labor Day. I'm not going to be here Friday because we had the Big X uh, golf scramble. Ah. On Friday morning at 9-ish. Uh, so, wow, four-day weekend. I didn't even think about that. Thank you, Gary. No. And so you'll be off to. Glad to be of service. <laughs> I will not be here uh, next Monday. This is Monday, August 28th. Give me chilly, even cold temperatures. I'm good with that. And not, nobody loves freezing rain or sleet, snow, I can take it or leave it. But I will take cold over hot any day of the week. I will take five degrees over 105 degrees anytime. Gary's shaking his head. I wish it were summer all year long. Well, everybody's different, and you are welcome to that opinion. I guess as I get older. Just like you carry that uh, AK-47 with you, I'm anti-gun. <laughs> well, man's got to be safe. <laughs> it's got to be safe. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the Eminem Cartage Hotline. Let's get political here. Why not? Eminem Cartage Hotline is open. 502-384-1450. 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well. 502-414-1450. You're looking for an icy cold thirst quencher to keep this hot summer day going in the right direction. Well, visit Thornton's right now. All 32 ounce fountain drinks and smaller are only 89 cents. That's right. You heard me. 89 cents. Coming today. Grab a fountain drink. And hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Do you prefer five degrees? I probably should change that. That's really cold. Do you prefer 12 degrees or 100 degrees? If you're going to walk down the street, that's it. Just down the block. I got to run to the store to get something. It's a block and a half away. We're not talking about any precipitation here. 12 degrees or 100 degrees. What do you want? I'm going 12 every day, all day. Or all day, every day. I don't even know how to say it. College football started this started this past weekend. We get the full slate coming up this weekend. Louisville and Jeff Brom, who already had his press conference that for some reason I was not invited to. I don't get it. I don't get it. I think I'm a member of the media, and I'm reminded occasionally that I'm nobody. No invitation at all. All right. He had it this morning. Uh, a report that I got from a good friend of mine that was there said same old pregame 
BS, nothing new to report, uh, just coach speak. And it should be coach speak from Jeff Brom because we don't know what's going to happen. He probably does, and he certainly doesn't want to tell Georgia Tech what's going to happen. 7.30 Friday night, everybody who knows me knows that's a that's a thing that sticks in my craw, Friday night college football. It infringes on Friday night high school football. Can't these kids just get one night when there's not college football? The answer is no. Unless you want to play on Monday night against NFL football or Tuesday and Wednesday up until December when the or November, excuse me, when the Mac starts playing on weeknights, unless you want to play on those on Tuesday and Wednesday, then you're going to have to go up against something. But college football should be on Saturday and maybe the occasional holiday game like we will have Monday between Clemson and whoever they play, Duke, on uh, Monday night, Labor Day night. Occasionally, I'll, I'll give you a holiday, a Thanksgiving game between Texas and Texas A&M. I'm fine with that. I don't even think they do that anymore, but I'm fine with it. Don't take Friday night away. And it's not Louisville, and it's not Indiana who has one Friday night game this week. It is ESPN, Fox Sports, SEC, ACC, Big Ten. Those are the culprits here. Those are the ones that infringe on me wanting to go to a high school football game or you wanting to go on a high school football game on Friday night. How many people will not go to see Mail and St. X or whoever else they would normally go see on Friday night because they want to stay home and see what the fuss is about with Jeff Brown being the new head coach at Louisville. Louisville, Georgia Tech, from Atlanta, 7.30 ESPN. There will be a lot. Now, moms, dads, uh, male students, St. X students, they'll be at the game. For the most part, they'll be at the game. But I know a lot of people going to Atlanta. Going to Atlanta for the Friday night game. And there are other people who would normally go to a high school game on Friday night that will not. And it's not just the game at St. X. It's all over the county. It's all over the state. Because got to see the cards play. The, the opener for Jeff Brom. Louisville's a seven and a half point favorite. The over under, 49 and a half. That tells me the score should be somewhere in the range of 28-21 Louisville, according to Las Vegas. By the way, I'm not shying away from it. I know I was 0 for 2 in my first weekend of picks. Thank you, Navy. Thank you, Southern Cal. 0 for 2. Louisville's a 7.5-point favorite over Georgia Tech. I will give you the pick on, on Thursday. No show Friday, but I will give you the pick on Thursday. Take it for what it's worth. Do what I tell you to do every time I give picks. Bet the other way. Had you bet the other way on Saturday, you would be 2-0 this season. It's a really a simple, simple process. Bet the other way. Had you bet the other way all year last year, you would have hit about 54% of your games, which is probably going to be a break-even with juice included break-even. But that's good. Breaking even is better than losing. I tell people all the time, bet a three-team parlay. I won $35 on a $5 bet. Well, $35, that's chump change. It's better than losing. 
It's better than losing. Saturday, Kentucky hosts Ball State out of the MAC. Noon game, SEC Network. Kentucky is a 26.5 point favorite. Over under 48.5. All right. Ball State's got a decent offense from what I've been reading. Kentucky fans will get their first look at quarterback Devin Leary, the transfer from NC State. Cats very excited. Cats fans very excited about this young man. A lot of guys back from last year. Important on the defensive side of the ball. But again, first game of the year, we just don't know. You never know. Kentucky traditionally plays these MAC teams not very well early in the year. They've had some blowouts, but usually it's close for at least a half. And then Saturday, Ohio State at Indiana, 3.30 CBS. Ohio State is now up to a 30-point favorite. Over under 60.5. That says score will be somewhere in the range of 45-14. to 14. Oh, IU. Oh, IU. We uh, picked our games throughout the year earlier. I still got to get Ed's picks. I need to get him in here this week. We're having microphone issues, uh, so maybe I'll just have him text them to me. Louisville, Tony and I have seven and five. Scooter had them six and six. Kentucky, I got eight and four. Tony and Scooter have nine and three. And Indiana, Scooter and I, two and ten. Tony is the optimist, the eternal optimist. He has Indiana three and nine. So there you go. Let's go to the M&M Cartage Hotline. Bring in David. How are you on this Monday, David? Yeah, thanks for taking my call, John, as always. Um, the one thing about uh, college football, about UofL's schedule for this year, yeah. how many games do they do Friday night and other nights besides Saturday? What's the schedule looking like from uh, at what least, you see on At least two, because I know they play at NC State on a Friday night also. But let me look. Besides real Georgia quick. Tech, right? Yeah, Thursday night after Georgia Tech, which is six days after Georgia Tech, they have a home game against Murray State, the home opener. And they also oh, Murray State's going to be on Thursday night. Yeah, and then later will, in will the that year, will that be will that be like the Valley Sports, or uh, will it be ACC Network for that television? ACC, think, ACC Network. Okay, seven thirty okay. ACC okay. That's, that's Network fine. on a Thursday, and then later in the year on November 9th, a Thursday night game at home against Virginia on ESPN. Okay, so four of the twelve games uh, that Louisville has are either on Thursday or Friday. Wow, that's 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 really amazing. That's I, a guess bunch. So, I guess I guess what's that? That's a bunch. I know it is. Yeah, I mean, and I know for the high school football, I know it's got to hurt. You know, really, as far as getting the attendance at the high school games, I, you, yeah. you don't know how the crowds are going to be, but you know, the high school games need all the support they can get, and you need to have Thursday and Friday for the high schools at least, wouldn't you? I would think you know, college football would be best to have more Saturdays, the better yeah. for it, right? It's all about television, David. ESPN, yes, it is. Fox Sports, mm-hmm. and, and which includes yep. Fox Sports One, ACC, SEC, Big Ten networks. They want college football games any night they can get them. Yeah, because they well, know they know the ratings television. are going to be high, and the advertising dollar is going to be high for those games. So they want games on those nights, and ESPN 
and Fox and all of those other networks, they don't care about high school football. They don't. They no. They, they, they certainly don't. It is not even an afterthought. Forget it being a thought. Yeah. It's not even an afterthought. Uh, Indiana, right. by the way, well, has I was here one, talking about Indiana has one Friday game. It is September eighth against Indiana State. From my perspective, okay. I'm lucky because that is St. X's bye week. So I'm oh okay. I'm pretty happy about that. But, yeah. But yeah. again, Indiana with one uh, one game on uh, Friday night. But I, I, I don't think about I maybe. think Kentucky. I think Kentucky's are all on Saturday. But I'll check while you while you yeah. make, make your next point. Gotcha. Well, anyway, I was also hearing in the television that's going on too, and this is interesting that I'm hearing something about the CW maybe getting some ACC games. I don't know when that's coming, but I think that's that was something year. I was hearing on one of the. What's that? I think it starts now. I think it starts this year. Remember, they were on the, the CW. Regional, yeah, they were on the regional sports network last year. The right. A, the ACC, yes. and there were a couple of Louisville games, at least one, but I think it was a couple that you didn't get to see. Because right. they were on Regional yes. Sports mm-hmm. Network, and some right. of the carriers, myself included with DirecTV, didn't have RSN. CW right. now I got has picked up the ACC package, so I think you're going to get a lot of ACC games on not only the ACC network, but on the CW as well. Yep, so the CW could be, because I, you know, I know that for sure, I hear that if people don't have cable, but if they have the... Open, you know, regular air television with an antenna, they can get the CW. I think it's like 28 in some places and 34 <laughs> in others. I, I'm not exactly sure how that, that who's works. Got, but, who's got uh, any antennas left after that storm Friday night? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's true, because that was television in my days growing oh, up, and I know oh, I'm yeah. on a cable package right now. So, And I have to kind of look at my budget to see what I can take and what I can't. So. By the way, so Kentucky has situation right all now. Saturday games. The SEC has all Saturday games. Now, I know the Big Ten. That's good. They're smart. The Big Their Ten, SEC is smart. The Big Ten has a game, I think, just about every Friday night. Uh, I know uh, this week, uh, is it Nebraska? No, that's the Thursday night. Nebraska plays Minnesota on Fox. Yeah. So that's okay. one, that's one of the uh, big games Thursday night coming up, and Florida and Utah play in Utah at eight o'clock on ESPN. So those are a couple of good yeah. Thursday night games. Uh, but the Big Ten has, in the past several years, always had a Friday night game. Um, now they they have a Thursday night one this week, but I'm going to assume moving forward, uh, in Indiana State plays Indiana on Friday. Illinois and plays Kansas on a Friday night in week two. Mm. So uh, I'm just going to go ahead and assume that most Friday nights, Big Ten, here's one, Virginia uh, ACC school at Maryland Big Ten school on FS1. That's week three. Oh, my. Uh, so Friday night, mm. Wisconsin and Purdue on September 22nd. They'll play. So you're going to get yeah. a Big Ten game just about every Friday night during the regular season. Indiana, again, only has one. That's against Indiana State. I know I was going to ask you, what did you think? I know this past week of Notre Dame's uh, playing in Ireland. I know. I think, I, it's I cool. think you may have mentioned last week. How did you, what did you think of that? Thank you for the call, David. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, I appreciate sure. it. Um, I thought it was cool. Yeah, hopefully you'll... yeah, I thought it was great. And uh, in Dublin, the Irish, I get the whole name connection and all that stuff. Uh, it was like 90% Notre Dame fans. Look, Notre Dame was impressive, but before I jump on the uh, – Blarney Stone here. It was uh, it was Navy. 
And it was a Navy team that did not look good at all. They got a new coach. They still run that triple option. And about five minutes into that game, I looked at my wife and said, Navy is not going to score a touchdown. And they did not. They got a field goal late to cut it to 42-3. to Unfortunately, as I mentioned in the open, I bet Navy. So I took the 20 and a half. Navy's always going to slow it down. They had no shot against Notre Dame. Notre Dame with the new quarterback, Sam Hartman, the transfer from Wake Forest. They were impressive. But before I, again, before I jump up and down with a shillelagh in my hand, I'm going to have to wait and see on Notre Dame. All right. Um, baseball to talk about. The Reds weekend in Arizona did not go particularly well. Tour championship golf season is over. We'll get to that. Some NFL news as well. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. It's time now for... Golf at Elk Run is a heck of a lot of fun. Their new clubhouse is must-see. It features two state-of-the-art TrackMan simulators open to the public, and the clubhouse can also host your next event, weddings, holiday parties, graduation parties, and everything in between. Elk Run's clubhouse can host up to 300 people to get your event rocking and rolling. Stop by Fridays for a couple events at Elk Run, and the course also offers junior programs for kids and classes and lessons for all skill levels, including beginners. Book your tee time at ElkRunGolfClub.com and make sure to follow them on Facebook for the latest news and events. And speaking of events... The course is in such great shape, the second annual Big X Sports Scramble is heading back to Elk Run on Friday, September 1st. Lock in your spot today by emailing BigXScramble at Yahoo.com. John Spears for M&M Cartage. You see those trucks riding down the road with the M&M Cartage sign? You could be a driver or work as a mechanic on one of those trucks. For 45 years, M&M Cartage has been a locally family-owned transportation company, and they're currently hiring those drivers and mechanics. To join their team, go online to MMCartage.com to apply. Headquarters in Louisville with locations in Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Morristown, Tennessee, and Detroit. That's mmcartage.com to apply. Hey, I love Salsaritas. Why? Flame-grilled meats, house-made chips, fresh-made salsas. For fast takeout, office catering, or your summer celebration, try Salsaritas. Visit them at St. Matthew's or in Middletown, or order online for special offers. Raising teens is tough, but one thing that makes it even harder is how popular vaping has become. When our son started vaping, he thought it was fun, safe, cool. But vaping began to control his life. It damaged his body, and it made him feel stressed, anxious, and depressed. The truth is, vaping is addictive. Addiction is a disease, and teens who vape are victims of a multi-billion dollar industry designed to dupe, designed to sell, designed to addict. If you know a teen who vapes, there's hope. They can text INDIANA to 873-373 to get helpful resources that will motivate, inspire, and support them in their journey to quit. As parents, we just want the best for our son and to see him reach his full potential. And now that he's vape-free, he can. With their whole lives ahead of them, there's never been a better time for the teens in your life to quit vaping. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Indiana High School Athletic Association and the Indiana Department of Health. 
Hey there, potential golfers. Are you tired of feeling forgotten because you've never swung a club before? Well, it's time to tee up for some fun at Wooded View Golf Course, where beginners are always welcome. Don't let your lack of experience keep you in the rough. Our friendly professional staff are here to help you swing into action and turn you into the ace of clubs in no time. Wooded View Golf Course is a fair way to spend your day, offering a beautifully designed course that'll have you grinning from tee to green. One of your favorite childhood memories is probably those visits to your local bakery and all those wonderful aromas fresh out of the oven. Chances are that bakery was Williams Bakery, 1051 North Clark Boulevard, Clarksville. Open seven days a week, Williams Bakery is Clark County's only remaining full-service bakery. Stop by so they can serve you. Or phone Ernie Polston and his dedicated staff at 284-2867. That's 284-2867. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Bats lose uh, a triple dipper this weekend. They got rained out Friday, lost to Toledo on Saturday, 16 to 2 and 10 to 3. Ouch. And then Sunday, the Mud Hens with a 6 1 victory. The Bats won two out of the six game series at home against Toledo. They're on the road this week in Omaha to take on the Storm Chasers. First game tomorrow. First of a six-game set in Omaha, Nebraska. Nowhere I'd rather be. Uh, Southern Cal, by the way, beat San Jose State, the six-ranked Trojans, 56-28. Caleb Williams, who won the Heisman last year, is pretty much the odds-on favorite to win it this year. If I gave you Caleb Williams or the field, who are you taking? I like that question. Caleb Williams or the field? Caleb Williams on Saturday was 18 of 25, 278 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, He made it look easy. They didn't cover. It was 21 to 14 SC at halftime, but they led 56 to 21 uh, before San Jose State broke my heart with an unimportant late-game touchdown. And then 13th-ranked Notre Dame over Navy, 42 to 3. Sam Hartman was impressive, as I said in his first game as a member of the Fighting Irish. However, the opponent was not so good. I don't know who the Irish play next because I really do wonder how good Notre Dame is. How good is Notre Dame? And a lot of people look good against Navy. Usually Notre Dame-Navy, it's either what we saw this weekend, which is a blowout, or it's close. This year, it was a blowout. Notre Dame's next game, which is on Saturday, they will host Tennessee State. Yeah, be careful to add that state at the end. 3.30 on Peacock. Then on the 9th, they will travel to Raleigh in one of those mandatory ACC games they have to play each year, a noon game on ABC against NC State. So there, there you go. Maybe a bit of a challenge there in Game 3. I don't think Tennessee State is uh, going to be much of a challenge. Vanderbilt, SEC, beat Hawaii 35-28. The Rainbows were 17-point underdogs, so they covered there. But uh, Vandy, a future Kentucky opponent, is 1-0. In fact, Kentucky's first road game 
will be at Vanderbilt. All right, baseball. The Reds lost three of four in Arizona. Oh man, they're not gonna they're just not gonna make it easy for me. That's all. That's all. They're not gonna make it easy. I I'm cursing the Brewers. The Brewers are the problem. Uh Milwaukee is has won eight in a row. And they won it won against good teams. They beat Texas and a team that should be good that isn't San Diego. They also had a, had a couple of those wins against Minnesota, another division leader. So Milwaukee has played great lately. They are now four games ahead of the Cubs, six ahead of Cincinnati. The Reds are a half game out of the a game and a half, excuse me, out of the wild card, tied with San Francisco. Guess who the Reds play the next three nights? You got it, San Francisco. Phillies have the first wild card spot. They're seventy two and fifty eight. Uh, and they're playing as good as anybody. They swept the Cardinals this weekend. Philadelphia, who was in the World Series last year, struggled out of the gate just like they did last year. And all of a sudden, they're 14 games over 500. And one of those quote unquote teams you don't want to play. Right? You ever, you ever hear that? You get to the NCAA tar- basketball tournament or. Uh, NFL playoffs, oh, man, they don't want to play that team. Phillies are now officially the team you don't want to play. Cubs have the second wild card. They're a half game ahead of Arizona, who's got the third wild card right now. Arizona played great early, had a stretch where they were absolutely terrible, and then they played great again. And congratulations, by the way, to Trinity alum and Bellarmine Former Bellarmine pitcher Brandon Fodd, who got his first major league win. It happened to come against the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, that was on Friday night, 10 to 8. He had a had a big lead. The bullpen almost blew it for the for the Diamondbacks, but they held on. Um, and Brandon pitched very well again. He's been great in his last four or five starts. He's been really good. Uh, so congratulations to Father Brian and the whole Fott family. Uh, as Brandon got his first win on Friday night. But the Diamondbacks are a half, a game and a half ahead of the Giants and the Reds. And if you're Arizona, the good news is the Giants-Reds are playing each other. So some, one of those teams has to lose the next three nights. At least one of those. Well, one of those teams will lose each of the next three nights. Let me say it the right way. Arizona, however, is in L.A. to take on the Dodgers. And I don't think they're going to sweep the Dodgers. Nobody ever really sweeps the Dodgers. So if you're Arizona, win a game here. Win one. Two would be great. Three would be completely unexpected. Um, then the Marlins are three back of the wild card. The Marlins did not have a good weekend as they uh, lost two of three to the Washington Nationals. That is good for your Cincinnati Reds. At this point, I bet the Reds to win the – Central Division. When I bet them they were 22 to 1, Ellie De La Cruz had just been called up. They went on a huge streak. They had the lead in the division at one time. I'm done with that. All right. They're six back. We're getting ready to head into September. They're not, in all likelihood, going to win the division. I just want them to get in the playoffs. But my conundrum is my team is the Chicago Cubs, and I just want them to get in the playoffs. The third conundrum is I'm pulling for Brandon Fott at Arizona. I'd love to see him pitch in the playoffs. 
I can't have all three teams in the playoffs because the Phillies are going to take one of those wild card spots. That's the bottom line. So I guess in my heart of hearts, Cubs first, Diamondbacks second, Reds third. I hate to even say it. The Reds to just miss out on the playoffs. The last 25 years for the Reds, horrific. Horrific. Most of the time, they're out of the playoffs by July, by the middle of July, by the All-Star break. So when they are close, I do want them to get in. A lot of young talent. A lot of young talent. And a lot of young talent that they'll have for a couple of more years until teams decide to poach them. What did Brad Pitt say in Moneyball? We're organ donors for the rich. The Yankees are taking our spleen. The Red Sox are taking our heart. The Dodgers are taking the rest of our organs. That's what you are when you're the Pittsburgh Pirates or the Oakland A's or the Cincinnati Reds. Eventually, you're organ donors for the rich. And Matt McLean, Spencer Steer, Andrew Abbott, Ellie De La Cruz, where will these guys be in four years? Stay tuned to find out. The Reds have done a tremendous job getting talent. Hunter Green, even, who's pitched poorly since he's been back. They've done a great job of getting talent, acquiring young talent, drafting well. But when you can't sign these guys to a second contract, it really doesn't matter. The odds of them winning anything when they're very young, which they are right now, are long. The odds are long. You're in the same um, league, the National League, with the Dodgers and the Braves and the Phillies and the Brewers and the Padres, who are supposed to be good, and the Mets, who have the biggest payroll in baseball. It's a lot of teams you got to get through just to make it into the playoffs. And then you have to beat those teams with those uh, payrolls. It's nearly impossible. So the dream now. If you're the Reds, if you're the A's, if you're the Royals, right? If you're the Pirates, who started great this year, make the playoffs. That's the dream. You should get a ring and a bonus for making the playoffs if you're one of the bottom bottom ten payroll teams. They, they should have a. You should get an award. David Bell could be manager of the year if the Reds make the playoffs. He could, and maybe he should. David Ross, if the Cubs make the playoffs. Cubs don't have a small payroll, but they don't have a gigantic payroll either. They should, but they don't. They're still pay- I think they're still playing, paying Jason Hayward, which is crazy. Tori Lovello at Arizona could be manager of the year in the National League. Maybe should be. Craig Council, Milwaukee. Milwaukee was supposed to win the Central, so maybe not. American League, to me, is cut and dry. Brandon Hyde. Brandon Hyde of the Orioles, manager of the year. They are 32 games over 500. Yeah, the Baltimore Orioles. They're ahead of the Yankees. They're ahead of the Red Sox. Even the Blue Jays and Rays. Uh, They're only a game and a half for the head of the Rays now, though. Rays and Yankees had some uh, interesting moments yesterday. The bench is emptied, I think, three times. 
due to hit batsmen. The Yankees are at the point where they're just mad at everybody. They can't score. They got shut out three to nothing on Saturday. They had a four two lead, got beat seven to four yesterday. The uh they lost two out of three to the Rays, and they stink. They stink. They don't like stinking. They're the, we're the Yankees. We don't stink. And now they just now well, let's just fight everybody. All right. The Mariners, by the way, are in first place in the West. I'm sorry to bring that up to my friend Tony Burke. But the Mariners are in first place in the West by a game over the Rangers and the Astros. The Rangers are ice cold. They've lost 9 of 10 to drop out of first place. The Astros are fairly hot against bad teams that they've played here recently. And the Mariners are just plain out red hot. 9 out of 10 for the Seattle Mariners, who were supposed to be a good team at the beginning of the year, were not a good team at the beginning of the year, and now here they are, a good team in late August. If the season ended today, Orioles, Mariners, Twins, division winners, Rays, Rangers, Astros, wildcard team. Blue Jays are two and a half out of the wild card. The Red Sox are four and a half. Everybody else is a non-factor. Look out for the Astros again. Now, we're used to them winning the West. We're accustomed to them winning the West, getting to World Series, winning World Series. A lot of talent, good pitching. They've struggled this year. They're still 16 games over 500. They're still 16 games over 500. And one game out of first place, now tied with the Texas Rangers. Do any of these guys play each other this weekend? Or this week, I should say. Well, Houston's at Boston. Um, Let's see. Oakland is at Seattle. Oh, man, the Mariners are just going to win more games. And Texas is in, in New York to play the Metropolitans. Whew. If you're Houston, Texas, and uh, Seattle, you're winning games this week. You should be winning games this week. Uh, The Reds tied with San Francisco, a game and a half out of the wild card. Three games beginning tonight in San Francisco. 9.45 start. Andrew Abbott will go for the Reds. 8-3 with a 3.16 ERA. Kyle Harrison for the Giants. 0-0, 5.40 earner on average. I think this might be one of those opener games where he pitches at the beginning, maybe an inning, maybe two, depending on how it's going, and then it's a bullpen game uh, for the Giants. So if you're the Reds, get a good performance out of Abbott tonight and uh, gain a game on the Giants because you got to win. It's a three-game set. You're at the point of the season. If you want to make the playoffs, you got to win two out of three against the Giants before you come home to play the uh, Chicago Cubs. Oh, my gosh. My Cubs? Oh, I don't like hearing that. I do not like hearing it. Beginning Friday, beginning with a doubleheader Friday, four-game series this weekend, Cubs at Reds. And then the Mariners come to Cincinnati, and then the Cardinals come to Cincinnati. It is a 10-game homestand starting Friday for the Reds. This is it. This is it. This homestand is it, along with these three games in San Francisco tonight. You want to get in the playoffs? 
get hot now. 13 games, you can't go 6-7. and seven. You got to go 9-4 and four in these 13 games if you're the Reds. You got to go 9-4 and four if you want to make the playoffs. All right, we'll take a break. Golf was great yesterday. I got a, uh, a philosophical question for you after the break about golf and what would you rather have as Victor Hovland was unbelievable. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Check out our all-new spicy chicken sandwich, available at select Thornton locations. Right now, all Thornton's fountain drinks up to 32 ounces are only 89 cents. Save 5 cents per gallon every day with Thornton's refreshing rewards. Just download the app and start saving today. For more information, check out www.refreshingrewards.com. John Spears for M&M Cartage. You see those trucks riding down the road with the M&M Cartage sign? You could be a driver or work as a mechanic on one of those trucks. For 45 years, M&M Cartage has been a locally family-owned transportation company, and they're currently hiring those drivers and mechanics. To join their team, go online to mmcartage.com to apply. Headquartered in Louisville with locations in Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Morristown, Tennessee, and Detroit. That's mmcartage.com to apply. When design is key to your landscape project, give Walnut Ridge Landscape and Design a call at 812-288-6691. Walnut Ridge has more experience than any landscape company in the area. Remember, Walnut Ridge Landscape and Design. When design is key to your project and you want the most experienced landscaping company in the area, give Walnut Ridge a call at 812-288-6691. Walnut Ridge Landscape and Design. When design is key. When you open a Flex checking account by Republic Bank, you'll gain access to over 90,000 ATMs nationwide. What's even better? You'll also get four ATM fee reimbursements per statement cycle just in case you have to use a non-Republic Bank network ATM. And with three simple ways to avoid a monthly fee, Flex checking might just be your easiest banking decision yet. Learn more at RepublicBank.com. Republic Bank. It's just easier here. $50 $50 minimum opening deposit. Fees reimbursed on next business day. Member FDIC. Hey there, potential golfers. Are you tired of feeling forgotten because you've never swung a club before? Well, it's time to tee up for some fun at Wooded View Golf Course, where beginners are always welcome. Don't let your lack of experience keep you in the rough. Our friendly professional staff are here to help you swing into action and turn you into the ace of clubs in no time. Wooded View Golf Course is a fair way to spend your day offering a beautifully designed course that'll have you grinning from tea to green. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Scott Aldridge, your Jeffersonville Edward Jones Financial Advisor. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work toward achieving what's most important to you. Call me at 812-282-0000 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. 
Golf at Elk Run is a heck of a lot of fun. Their new clubhouse is must-see. It features two state-of-the-art Trackman simulators open to the public, and the clubhouse can also host your next event. Weddings, holiday parties, graduation parties, and everything in between, Elk Run's clubhouse can host up to 300 people to get your event rocking and rolling. Stop by Fridays for a couple events at Elk Run, and the course also offers junior programs for kids and classes and lessons for all skill levels, including beginners. Book your tee time at ElkRunGolfClub.com and make sure to follow them on Facebook for the latest news and events. And speaking of events, the course is in such great shape, the second annual Big Export Scramble is heading back to Elk Run on Friday, September 1st. Lock in your spot today by emailing BigXScramble at Yahoo.com. As a mom, summer is long. So what's my number one mom hack? Splish-splashing, thrilling family daycations at Kentucky Kingdom. My little guy and my team making memories together is one of my favorite parts. But the best part, I don't have to plan a thing. Get vacation vibes without vacation prices. For a limited time, buy your Kentucky Kingdom Season Pass for as low as $74.99. Now open weekends. <laughs> Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Final segment on this Monday. Mike Rutherford shows 3-6 to six today. He'll be uh, all over Louisville football. Jeff Brown with his press conference this morning, pregame press conference as the Cards head to Atlanta to take on Georgia Tech on Friday night in the Mercedes-Benz Dome. I guess it's a neutral site. I said this last week. I think you'll have as many, if not more, Louisville fans than Georgia Tech fans. They will travel to Atlanta. It's a, a simple little drive for a Friday night football game. So I think, you know, maybe I'm wrong. I think the crowd will be at least half Louisville. Uh, Georgia Tech, I don't think they show out for football. And if you're a Louisville fan, this is the beginning of the Jeff Brom era. This is an era that you've waited for for several years. You, we remember the lowballing that he got the last time. And maybe the, I don't want to say fact because facts are optional, the perception that came about that the former university president who would leave days later didn't want Jeff Brom to be the head coach. Didn't want it, even though she was leaving to go elsewhere. Uh, Card fans were disappointed that Scott Satterfield was named the head coach. He did a he did a good job. He did an okay job. Went to a bowl game his last year. Bolted for Cincinnati. You got another shot. This time you don't lowball him and you do get Jeff Brom into the fold. And Louisville fan has waited a long time for this. And a lot of them will head to Atlanta this weekend. And I wish I was going. I will tell you, if I did not have a St. X game on Friday, I would be in Atlanta on Friday if I did not have a prior commitment. So uh, there you go. Louisville, Georgia Tech. I'll have to DVR the game because I'll be over at – Tiger Tech over in the St. X campus, but I will watch it as soon as I get home. All right, little NFL news here. The Cowboys traded for Trey Lance this weekend. Now, of all the things I didn't think I was going to say on this Monday morning, it was the Cowboys traded for Trey Lance. The 49ers, who gave up four number one picks for this guy, are done with him at the age of 23. If you're a quarterback, 
and you cannot succeed in a system by head coach Kyle Shanahan, then I question whether you will ever be able to succeed. But the Cowboys took a chance here on a guy that they will have to pay next year if they keep him on the roster, $29 million. He has started four NFL games, two and two in those NFL games, five touchdowns, three interceptions, 55% passer completion rating, completion percentage. I don't know why the Cowboys won Trey Lance. They've got Dak Prescott. And by the way, this is all Jerry Jones because Dak Prescott didn't know it was coming and head coach Mike McCarthy, he didn't know it was coming either. They were blindsided. This is Jerry Jones doing Jerry Jones things. He's the owner, which means if you watch Winning Time about the Laker dynasty, and I watched it again last night, he's the owner. That means he's the king. He can do whatever he wants. He's also the GM, which is ridiculous. He can do whatever he wants. The Cowboys traded a fourth-round pick for quarterback Trey Lance. Remember during COVID when nobody was playing football, South Dakota State, I think it was South Dakota State, I think it might be South Dakota, played one game, one game only, so that they could show off the talent of Trey Lance and get teams interested in drafting him. And he didn't play very well. That should have been hint number one. We set this game up just to show him off, and he didn't show off. And now the Cowboys have it. They have Dak Prescott as their number one quarterback. They have Cooper Rush, who filled in for Dak Prescott when he was hurt, as their number two. They've got Will Greer, former Florida quarterback, West Virginia quarterback, played good against the Raiders in the final preseason game. That's three. And now they've got Trey Lance. Which one of these guys is on the practice squad? Which one of these guys is the emergency quarterback? Because Dak Prescott's the starter, at least for now. How do you feel if you're Dak Prescott? Whose contract, by the way, is so ridiculously player-friendly that even if he plays poorly, the Cowboys can't get rid of him. They would take a, I know this is technical terminology and nobody cares, but they would take a $61 million hit on their salary cap if they decided after this year to get rid of Dak Prescott, which means they're not getting rid of Dak Prescott. So why do you bring in a quarterback who the Niners have given up on at age 23 and in order to re-sign him next year, you have to pay him $29 million? It makes absolutely no sense. But that's Jerry Jones. Three teams have named rookies as starting quarterbacks for opening day. That includes C.J. Stroud with the Texans. To that, I say, why not? Yes, Davis Mills might be the best quarterback on the roster, but you know what? You're the Houston Texans. You're in the AFC. You're not going anywhere. You might as well play this dude as many snaps as you can and try to make him a better quarterback. Bryce Young will start for the Carolina Panthers. Okay, I guess. You're the Panthers. Now, the NFC is easier. That division is not difficult with New Orleans, Tampa Bay, and Atlanta. So 
That's that division's a complete crapshoot. Who's going to win it? You got Baker Mayfield quarterback in Tampa. You got uh, Derek Carr quarterbacking the uh, Saints, and you got Desmond Ritter in Atlanta. I think based on those quarterbacks and Bryce Young, I would say, give me the Saints. Give me give me Derek Carr, who at least I know what I'm getting. I know what I'm getting out of Derek Carr. So those two guys will start, and Anthony Richardson will start for the Indianapolis Colts. Now, I go back to the AFC thing. You got the Chiefs, you got the Bills, you got the Bengals. You're not winning the AFC in Indianapolis. But the better quarterback on the roster is probably Gardner Minshew. He's the better quarterback. But Anthony Richardson is going to get the start for the Indianapolis Colts. My Indianapolis Colts. All right, Victor Hovland was great yesterday. He finished 27 under. He started at 8 under on the uh, with the staggered starting system at the Tour Championship. So he shot 19 under. So did Xander Schauffele, who finished six shots back. Schauffele, 62 yesterday. Uh, Hovland shot a 63. Those were the best two scores of the day, and they were the two guys that were in the lead. They ran away from the rest of the field, and Hovland ran away from Schauffele as well. 18 million first-place check for the Tour Championship. 18 mil. Conversely, Wyndham Clark finished third, by the way. He got $5 million for third place. Do you know what he got for winning the U.S. Open? $3.4 million. Win a major, $3.4 million, come in third at the Tour Championship, which is not a major, $5 million. Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. I get it. Here's the, hype. Here's the question. Here's the... Um, existential question of the day. Would you rather win a major Masters, U.S. Open, British Open, or PGA Championship, or the FedEx Cup? You only get to win one, and you only get to win it one time. What's your answer? Financially, it's simple. Tour Championship. $18 million. But would you rather say I'm a former Masters champion at which you win, I think, $3.6 million? One-sixth? I don't know if that's right. One si- a little over one-sixth of what you would get for winning the Tour Championship? By the way, if you win the Tour Championship, it means you had a pretty good year. Now, you didn't win a major. Victor Hovland did not win a major. He played well in a couple, but he didn't win a major. John Rahm won the Masters. Brooks Kepka won the PGA. Wyndham Clark won the U.S. Open. Brian Harmon won the Open Championship. But Victor Hovland made more than all four of those guys combined made in their major championship victories. What would you rather win? Keep in mind, it's the only thing you're going to win. Ten years from now, you can say, I won the Masters, or you can say, I won the FedEx Championship. Obviously, you get more admiration by saying, I won the Masters. Here's my trophy. Here's my green jacket. 
But you can buy a whole lot of trophies and a whole lot of green jackets with $18 million. And you will have a trophy and you can say, I won the FedEx Cup. I'm sorry, you won the what? I won the FedEx Cup. Um, what is that? Well, they call it something else now because a different sponsor took over. Now it's the UPS Cup. Or it's the DHL International Cup. Whatever. It's a great question. 414-1450, if you've got an answer, which one would you rather have? Texter says you're rich either way. Take the glory. Now, I'm saying you win the major, which is $3.5 million, never win anything exciting again. You only get one. And you're a lot richer. Remember, uh, Louis Oosthuizen won the Masters. Right? There are guys that have won the British Open that you've never heard from again. By the way, the uh, Ryder Cup team is halfway set. As we know, Max Homa, Patrick Cantlay, Wyndham Clark, Scotty Scheffler, uh, Brian Harmon, and Xander Schauffele. Who are the other six going to be? Brooks Kepka, you got to take him. Now that there, there's been this kumbaya moment between the PGA Tour and the Live Tour, you got to take Brooks Kepka. Ricky Fowler, question mark? Lucas Glover, who won two of the last five tournaments, question mark? Justin Thomas is not going to make it, Louisville people, St. X people. He ain't going to make it. Who do you take? Glover didn't play great at Eastlake. Ricky had a good final round at Eastlake. I think Ricky's on the team, and I think Kepka has to be on the team. I'll delve more into that tomorrow. I think they make the announcement tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Back at it on Tuesday. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.